Hey everybody, today's show is brought to you by Lucky 13. Lucky 13 is an all-natural tattoo aftercare brand. Their product brings back your tattoo's vibrancy and definition. This also heals, moisturizes your skin while keeping your tattoo protected. Check them out and all of their great products at www.protectyourink.com. While you're there, use the code the Tattoo Gentleman Podcast to get 25% off your purchase. Hey everybody, today's show is brought to you by the Black Hole Apparel Company. They are an awesome clothing brand with their next level aesthetics. They will have you being the best looking person at the party. They have stuff for both men and women, so check them out at www.blkhlcollections.myshopify.com. While you're there, use code APPAREL60 to not only get 60% off your purchases, but also free shipping. And that deal is only for the Tattoo Gentleman Podcast listeners. So head over there now and step up your fashion game. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Um, This is our next installment in our alcohol series. We are talking today about whiskey, specifically bourbon whiskey. And it is said that all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. Um, Bourbon is a type of whiskey uh, that must be made of 51% corn. It has to be aged in a new charred oak barrel. Uh, It can be made in any state in the United States, uh, but Kentucky makes around 95%, while other states produce the remaining 5%. Um, it is a spirit distinctive to the United States as recognized by Congress in 1964. Uh, that goes along with what we talked about uh, last time with tequila. That Mexico recognized that bourbon was a um, spirit. Uh, lo and behold to uh, the... Um, United States and the United States uh, recognizes that tequila can only be made in Mexico. So, so legally, bourbon has to be made in America. Uh, this comes from the 1964 Senate Concurrent Resolution 19, which formally declared that bourbon was a distinctive product of the United States. Uh, but many of Bourbon's other legal requirements date all the way back to the turn of the century. So, when the Pure Food and Drug Act was passed in 1906, one of the many products it covered was whiskey. The act required that labels list the substances contained in uh, medication and alcohol. In the case of alcohol, proof also had to be listed. At the time it was created, the act didn't clearly define straight whiskey. So there was still room for interpretation, but after a great deal of debate and clarification, President Taft signed off on an official legal definition of American whiskey in 1909. One of the most impactful changes of his decision was regarding what could be, what could and could not legally uh, be added to whiskey. So under Taft's, uh, his definition of straight whiskey could only contain uh, whiskey and water used to proof it down. 
Um, so what we're talking about there is so when when the uh, whiskey comes off the still or out of the barrel in this case um, as bourbon does um, it's an extremely high percentage of alcohol and you have to water it down and what they call proofing it to get it down to an alcohol level that is um, desirable for to drink so Taft's uh, so under Taft's uh, definition, um, straight whiskey can only contain whiskey and water used to proof it. Blended whiskeys could only contain whiskey and the neutral spirit originating from the cereal grains and any whiskey blended with juice or molasses distilled spirits would now be considered imitation whiskey. Taft's 1909 decision would rather... Uh, would I'm sorry further uh, confide with the uh, 1964 Senate resolution um, so let's just talk about straight whiskey here for a second uh, straight whiskey is largely a matter of aging and proof uh, straight whiskey is uh, part of the pure Food and Drug Act, uh, and it stipulates that whiskey must be created by distilling a fermented cereal grain mash. Um, but other than that, it's mostly just about age and proof. Uh, once it is distilled, uh, the whiskey may not exceed 80% alcohol by volume. And it must be aged for a minimum of two years Otherwise, it cannot qualify as straight whiskey. At the point of barreling, it must be 62.5 ABV or lower. And only water can be added to dilute it at this point. So, you know, so when it's dis once it comes off the uh, distill or or the still as they say um you know 80 per like so like if you're trying to figure out what like proof and alcohol by volume gets a little tricky so if it's 80 proof or it's 80% alcohol by volume it's 160 proof so you just basically whatever if it's a hundred proof it's 50 percent alcohol by volume so you just either you know double the abv to get the proof or uh, divide in half the proof to get the alcohol by volume you'll get that that usually qualifies it gets it pretty close um so once it comes off the still you got to dilute it down to 60 at least 62% um, or lower before you put it in the uh, barrel. So a straight bourbon whiskey must be aged for a minimum of two years. But straight bourbon aged between two and four years must display an age statement on the bottle 
that indicates the age of the youngest spirit in the bottle. Straight bourbon aged over four years requires no age statement. The old standard like bottled in bond are becoming less common. So a bottled in bond um, has to be a single distillate run and we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, um, uh, the bourbon, to make bourbon, you have to age it in a brand new charred oak barrel. Um, the legal requirement was, uh, so this requirement um, came around due to um, a provision within Franklin Roosevelt's 1938 New Deal and was, uh, in my opinion, most likely a result of heavy uh, lobbying by uh, copper unions and the um, timber industry. Um, this decision, as much as age, helped to ensure bourbon's distinctive color and flavor. So it gets a lot of its color and flavor from the barrel, the charred oak barrel, um, which is what makes it one of the uh, quintessential American spirits. Um, the bourbon industry has experienced great development and growth over the years. Uh, the quality has really gone up in, uh, in the bourbon world um, over the last couple decades and there are just so many new distilleries popping up and, and, and people um, doing uh, good things with bourbon. So um, there's tons of producers and recipes, um, ages, prices, um, so all that said, the question remains, how is bourbon made? Um, so to, to answer that, we need to understand what bourbon truly is. So let's just consider the basics of that. So it has to have a mash bill of at least 51%. So if you don't know what a mash bill is, that is where you... Um, take your corn and your 51% corn and, and your other grains, wheat, rye, um, malted barley, uh, uh, any other grain that you, you, you would want to use. Um, I don't know them all right off the top of my head. Wheat and rye and malted barley are the uh, uh, three biggest ones that I am aware of or have come across uh, in my whiskey adventures. Um, and so you mix all that up with water and you put, uh, a lot of folks add sugar, um, but they, then they, you know, they let that break down, they put yeast in it. So, the, you know, the, the yeast will eat the sugars and the starches in that uh, mash and produce alcohol and then and then uh, that's when you uh, distill it which um so it's got to be made at least 51 percent corn 
if this basic isn't fulfilled, there will be no production of bourbon. It, then it's just straight whiskey. Um, uh, the mash bill is the grain makeup of any whiskey. Uh, for, you know, like we said, for bourbon, it has to be 51% corn or more. Um, this is the standard throughout bourbon. Um, other grains make up mash bill, like I said, includes wheat or rye, and also a small portion of about 5% of malted barley, uh, as it adds in the ferment, aids in the fermentation process. So malted barley is a very, very, has a lot of natural sugars in it, and it really aids in the, in the fermentation process. So once it's fermented, you let the yeast do its job and um, convert the sugars and starches into alcohol. You gotta get that alcohol out of that, basically at this point it's beer. Um, give her, you know, more or less, it's, it's a beer. Um, so basically then what you wanna do is you're going to boil it. And that is you boil it in a, uh, a copper or stainless steel still. And Oh, basically, so alcohol has a lower boiling point than water. So what you do is as you boil that liquid, you heat it up, you will boil the alcohol off of it and it'll go through, it'll, you know, those vapors will rise, they'll come out and they cool. And after they go through the still machine, um, which is a complicated process to distillation, and uh, we'll probably do a podcast on distillation and we'll do a deep dive into exactly what it is and what it isn't um so for for this uh show's sake uh, after it is distilled um it has to be put into new charred oak barrels so to make bourbon barrels that had not previously been used or charred should be used. Um, this legislation was initially passed to protect the timber industry, but it has helped ensure the quality um, of bourbon. Uh, it can also be in containers, um, but it used to be sold by the barrels. So that was, I think the barrels are a lot of tradition. I do know a lot of folks that, um, do age them in charred oak containers. They're not necessarily barrels. The barrels are usually the easiest. Um, it cannot be distilled to more than 160 proof, which is 80% alcohol. Uh, we we kind of went over that by volume. Um, this has to be followed very closely. Um, we. If it becomes a neutral grain spirit, which is higher than 160 proof, it retains less flavor. Um, so you, you don't want that. Um, uh, other whiskeys um, will allow up to 95% ABV, um, but not bourbon. Um, so once you, you bring it off the still, you have to proof it down to 125 proof to throw it in the barrel. So once you throw it in the barrel, um, 
it cannot go into a barrel above 125 proof or 62.5% alcohol by volume. Um, because bourbon increases in proof as it ages. Um, you know, some, some distilleries choose to barrel it at a lower proof. Um, as long as it isn't above 125, it's no problem. Um, it cannot be bottled lower than 80 proof. You will not find a bourbon below 80 proof. Um, and that's the minimum. So bourbon has to be bottled at 80 proof or 40% alcohol um, by volume or higher. It's its minimum. Um, as long as it's barreled correctly, uh, aging has, really it has no requirements for how long or less. Uh, you can do it for any amount of time, but there are two exceptions. Um, straight bourbon whiskey has to be aged for a minimum of two years. And the bottled in bond must be aged for at least four. And basically that bottle in bond is... Um, so during Prohibition those years of prohibition, a lot of distilleries let their stuff age. And, and when they, after prohibition ended, they bottled it and they had the label bottled in bond. So that's where the bottle in bond came from. And now, today, a lot of that's going away. But if you see a bourbon that was aged for at least four years, most of them will be bottled in bond. Um, I will tell you that the bottled and bond are extremely good. They are also extremely expensive. Um, so, so that is the, uh, those are the basics, um, of bourbon. Um, a few of my favorite bourbons and, uh, is, um, of course, Buffalo Trace. I do like Jim Beam. I know it's a cheaper bourbon, but I, I like it. Um, Buffalo Trace. I do like Eagle Rare. Um, those are my probably two of my favorites. I enjoy it. Now, just regular whiskey. Now, just straight whiskey. Um, I like... Um, I do like a lot of Jack Daniels. You know, Jack Daniels is not a bourbon, but is a straight Kentucky whiskey. So, you know, there there's some similarities, but they don't call it a bourbon. So, um, you know, you know, uh, when you get into the whiskeys, you know, you can. So if you just say whiskey, so you're talking about bourbon, you're talking about straight Kentucky whiskey, you're talking about. Um, just a a any whiskey i mean whiskey can be made anywhere um you know so you know right now i've been sipping on a, a local distillery here in our area of uh, stumpies um they call it old monroe it is a pecan whiskey 
Um, it's very tasty. I like sipping on it. Um, probably a little bit more than I should. Uh, so that's about it. There's not a lot of uh, bourbon. Um, there's not a lot that goes into it. Um, it's pretty simple, although it is varied. There are tons of recipes, um, tons of ways to do it. Um, as long as you follow those basics, uh, you can make bourbon. Anybody really can make bourbon. Maybe not on the grandest scale as what some of these distilleries are doing, but, um, you know, there's a lot of distilleries, of course, you know, Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, um, are some. Uh, Buffalo Trace is the oldest distillery in America. I, so they've, I think they have a very smooth, uh, bourbon, uh, if you get a chance, go and do a bourbon tasting. Um, it's it's great if you like drinking straight spirits. Um, I suggest you get into it. Um, they it costs a little bit, but you go drink the good stuff. You know, it's not just straight Jack Daniels out of the bottle. I mean, Jack Daniels does make good whiskeys, um, but they're. Uh, I do believe for 2022. Um, Jack Daniels Bottled and Bond, or what they have labeled as Bonded, uh, won the Whiskey of the Year um, uh, from the Whiskey Advocate, uh, which is a extremely, I think, extremely um, prestigious award. Uh, those folks over there at that uh, publication, they drink they drink a lot of booze, so that they know their alcohol. And uh, I'm currently. Uh, here at the uh, studio here we got, we got a little bar here set up and uh, we've got the Buffalo Trace and the uh, Old Monroe and uh, a few others sitting here um, if you're liking whiskey uh, rye whiskeys I got a chance to try rye whiskey for the first time the other day and it was very good it's very spicy I like it it's very peppery um, I tried Angel's Envy it was extremely good and it was very smooth but it was also a little spicy i liked it it was a good little uh just holiday a little holiday drink it, it was extremely um a good one so i think that's where we're going to end it for today um thanks everybody for listening uh next episode we will cover vodka um this is going to be a good one uh, vodka has a, a has a distinct history, and uh, we'll get into that um, next week. Our uh, little um, I ain't got any housekeeping this week. Uh, nothing really going on. Um, nothing really to update anybody on just yet. So um, uh, next episode uh, we will. Uh, cover vodka so uh, everybody have a good week and we will see you later hey everybody today's show is brought to you by goth treasures goth treasures is your place to go for all your gothic jewelry needs from rings to chokers they goth it go to their website and check them out www.gothtreasure.com 
While you're there, use code the Tattooed Gentleman Podcast 70 to save 50% off your purchase.